You are listening to After the Roll, a podcast about the Nerdicopia Network D&D campaign, Not Actually Heroes. You can find more Nerdicopia Network content at nerdicopia.net and catch the live broadcast over at mixer.com slash nerdicopia underscore network. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 3 of After the Roll, uh, where we discuss our D&D campaign, uh, Not Actually Heroes. Um, we've got uh, with us this evening, Clan Diesel. As uh, always, hey everybody, our constant uh, spokesman. Uh, we've got uh, the Reek and Wolverine joining us this time. First time, probably the last time. Does <laughs> you're not going to want me back? <laughs> Anna joins us again. Uh, I think the last time you were here was before the roll, pause. Yes, it was. So the very first episode, though. Mm-hmm. Um, the last time you were here was the Bush administration. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty so. much. I've I've had I've had things called university work, unfortunately. Life, yeah, takes precedence. All right, so we'll jump right into it. Um, so the last session we started off with the adventurers heading back to their meager lodgings uh, in the city of Osgur uh, after they had been participating in many festivities, uh, with uh, one of which um, are. Paladin, uh, playing the game Punch Drunk, which left him um, a little inebriated. Would so, you say uh, he was Punch Drunk? He was a little Punch Drunk, yeah. He was a little sore <laughs> and very much inebriated. So um, everybody went back to the lodgings, and he had a little nap while everybody else got to do some role-playing. Um, so during that time... Or as uh, we like to call it, uh, try and figure out if the professor is lying. Yes, so, uh, many things Everyone's favorite game. <laughs> many things were discussed uh, back at the lodging. Uh, one of which was was the professor lying about who he is. Who knows? Uh, more to come on that. Uh, the second one was our monk Gravin. He's uh, very persistent on going to see some boats. <laughs> I listen. Here's the thing about boats, guys. My dad left me on a boat. And just disappeared, and and so yeah, I just I'm just I just want to find my pappy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we need yeah. some uh, sitting on the dock of the bay playing. Yeah, you know, <laughs> just I just I just want to see a sunset with him one more time. That's all. <laughs> so uh, Gravin was very persistent and didn't so much get into that before. Um, apparently, everybody got hungry. So uh, I think it was Keltash. Uh, Ziri and Florin, they all went out to find some food. Um, yep. I, 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 went with, I went with them too. Did you? I was okay. with them. Yeah, yeah. I thought you stayed because you had a little interaction with the professor during that. The- so, so that interaction with the professor happened before we left because when I got back, I begrudgingly gave him the beer. Yep. Good point. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You and, did. And, yeah. You did. Oh, yeah. So, um, <laughs> We ran into a couple of interesting characters out in town, and one of which was a, a female um, who was running uh, one of the stands selling ale. Um, you guys purchased some drinks from her, and as you were going to leave, you saw uh, an, um, a male orc kind of sleeping in a chair back behind her, kind of stir, and he kind of kicked her in the back and you know was said some rude things to her about, you know, making sure she didn't take any of his money or anything like that. So 
Um, you guys first wanted to uh, jump right into action. I feel. I feel. I feel like. I feel like there was two of us that kind of were, were ready to go. Um, and if I'm not mistaken, um, Thorin kind of talked us off the off that ledge. Yeah, I think it was you. You really eyeballed the guy, picking yeah. up some features on him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I I rolled to see if there was anything distinguishable. If I, if I remember, um, there was a there was a very specific scar yeah. that he had that, yeah, two, that uh, two very very noticeable. Cheeks, yeah, yeah. That uh, kind of made him stand out a little bit. Um, so yeah, maybe uh, you might run into him later. So we'll see. I would say definitely. <laughs> I think so, we may. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to call it right now. Cooler, cooler heads prevailed, and uh, you guys went back to... Uh, For the time being, cooler heads prevailed. Again, uh, with uh, basically meat and ale is all you could find. Uh, I think Ziri consumed hers like almost immediately. So, like... She downed it pretty yes, good. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, sorry if I, I, I had to turn off my video. You guys were lagging for at least uh, the last 20 seconds. Great. <laughs> I didn't hear anything you got to say. So I I think this will help me out a little bit. <laughs> sorry. Um, yeah. Theory uh, has, you know, bird instinct. Bird instinct is there's meat. You eat meat. And then you get rid of the bones. Or luckily, if there are no bones in the first place, you get to absorb the meat. <laughs> no matter how dry and bland it was. It's, she can eat raw meat. She doesn't really taste things. <laughs> okay, you have to remember, she has a beak. She doesn't have tongue and teeth and all the mucous membranes in there. She's got a beak. <laughs> So we're, we're we're getting right into the anatomy of bird person. I like it. And the way um, Anna described, you know, her consuming the meat was a little disturbing. Hopefully, hopefully, you guys never run into a whole group of these things. It would be frightening. Dinner time. I think I think it's like hilarious because uh, I when I used to do research like this, people like you know were just like this is this is interesting to you. And I'm like this is a part of life. How do you how do you not get this? Like it's like the same thing when like doctors are just like I'm not squeamish of blood. I'm like yeah, I saw a bird eat a whole like a uh, lemming once. I don't mind. And then I saw him chuck it back up. You have seen some stuff. <laughs> oh, my love of bird shall never cease. All right, so. Um... Apparently this happened before they went to uh, get the food, but uh, Gravin had a little run-in with the professor. They had some words outside of the uh, the tent area there, and words were spoken. Yeah, things Gravin, things were said, actions Gravin, were taken. Gravin really doesn't trust the professor. I feel, and uh, as he went to kind of grab at him, uh, the professor just disappeared. Yep. <laughs> Was not expecting that, were you, big man? Not, not by any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> I, 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 w- I, I will say this about Gravin: he, he does not trust the professor, but there's, a, there's a little bit of a, some, some, a little, little, little bit of a, a begrudging. I didn't want to, I didn't want to use the word again. I just, because I just said it about the, about giving you the ale. But yeah, there, there's a little like, there's a little respect there. Um, you know, Gravin. I, 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 you know, Gravin is has proven himself to be pretty good at combat so far, 
And, um, you know, for the professor to kind of not be intimidated, number one, and then number two, just kind of hit me with the okie doke and dip. Like, you know, there's, there's a little, there's a little, there's a little something there. There's a little something there. Hey, the professor has seen things. <laughs> apparently we'll find out what, but apparently so. You don't know, but in his past, he saw an Aarakocra eat me. On the oh, jeez, It's scary. That's his one fear <laughs> in life now is that. <laughs> Anything to get away from that. <laughs> Other than that, uh, okay. So Zira's been promised. Zira's been promised books, mm-hmm. and she still thinks he's a smarmy asshole. Uh, <laughs> if the books go away, there's nothing to hide. There's nowhere to run. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded like a threat. <laughs> Last thing the professor ever hears in life is. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'll be a little bit like simpler than that. It'll just be like her just being like, you know, like the whole just fuck off. The professor becomes a meat stick. (laughs) (laughs) She's nicer than that. You just got, you guys haven't seen it. (laughs) We'll see. So finally, um, after Gravin has just, you know, ran this topic dry uh with you guys um <laughs> finally keltash gives in and says you know fine i'll take you to the docks i'll show you around don't cause any problems you know and he begrudgingly shows there's that word again <laughs> well i i, I think to the docks. i think i think what was important to kind of get to that point was you know um the professor and i had our little altercation and um we we you know when we came back from getting the food and the ale for everybody there there was a bit of a of a powwow and 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 words were spoken about trying to be honest with each other mm-hmm. and um and 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 that kind of open and honesty was what allowed uh Gravin to to say you know what this is why I want to go to the docks you know and i mean at that point that's i i, I feel like that's what kind of allowed Keltash to be like, okay, let's just knock it out the park. It, it seems to be a valid reason. We're, we're, we're trying to to kind of gel as a group. So let's go ahead and do this. So on your way to the docks, um, Keltash kind of knows the city, kind of doesn't. He kind of weaved you guys through the city the best he could. Um, as you were making your way through some of the crowded streets, um, a hand reaches out and grabs uh, Falorin by the arm. Uh, and as he turns, he finds an, uh, an, an older orc woman who is blind and appears to be some type of fortune teller, has a hold of his arm and is pulling him toward her shop, uh, you know, telling him that uh, she wants to give him back something that has been taken from him. Uh, it's so... I'm surprised, uh, you know, in other D&D groups, um, I would almost expect immediate combat or something. <laughs> but uh, you guys, um, what did you guys think, just like right off the bat? Two things. One, did not want to kill the old lady. <laughs> she's a blind little old or- uh, ogre lady, uh, orc lady, whatever. Two, I wanted to see if it was Jafar. Like Aladdin Jafar? Yeah, the Aladdin Jafar, because I thought we were going to go in there and Florida was going to get the whole You're the Diamond in the Rough story. <laughs> <laughs> Which I, I, I knew I, I, I where our next adventure was. 
Prince yeah, of I, I, I was getting like a vibe of like, uh, is this just like, you know, whole swindlers prank? Because you did like pull the whole like, like, you know, this feels like a cheap establishment sort of thing. And I was just like, okay, yeah. Um, and then, you know, then I remembered, oh yeah, actual uh, magic users, uh, like wizard, uh, what's it called? The type of wizard that can actually like see the future. Uh, uh, divinator. Divination. Yeah. Divination. Yeah. 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 Professor Chelawini. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Ziri. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, Ziri uh, was just like, I don't fucking understand any of these people, so I'm just gonna watch and learn and see if anybody gets. It. <laughs> Ziri is just like she is just all about the food and the eating of people like that I mean the eating of things that, that's... I, know, I, I really think that was like the highlight of this episode for her hashtag Ziri's meat stick um, see I I, I, I kind of left um, I kind of left that encounter more kind of concerned for the future in the sense that is is this something that's going to kind of turn into because um, you know I mean, we, 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 if I remember correctly, we didn't hear anything, but just kind of no. obviously meta, meta listening to these things. I'm yeah. kind of concerned uh, of maybe like some type of self-fulfilling prophecy in the future that might lead to, to either our combined downfall or something kind of like, um, oh, what's her name in Game of Thrones? Um, the, um, the witch that spoke to Cersei about, you know, having three kids and marrying oh, the king and yeah yeah and, and and so all that kind of like where how much of it is actual prophecy and how much of it is self-fulfilling you know what i mean and and and, and especially the way kind of sly played that afterwards where he was like kind of entranced and you know very into what he was told and you know how, how's that gonna kind of lead into everything else yeah i i it was almost I, like, I, it was almost like uh, uh kyle was going along with it you know at first and mm -hmm. you know like he was just kind of humoring it and then all of a sudden you guys would have seen him go like his head go back and his eyes almost you know like go, go like yeah. cloudy and like him you know, just possibly even shaking a little bit you know just for a few seconds and then both of them just falling backwards you know onto the floor. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. I was concerned because I didn't know how much of the backstory kind of like you were going to go into and stuff because my character the professor is always concerned when it comes to Florin and his past mm -hmm. uh, because it can bring up some rocky stuff the uh, professor is definitely hiding something <laughs> well, they have a complicated relationship you know we haven't really got into it very much other than they have father-son relationship but I mean mm -hmm. out of everybody that the professor generally cares for him the most yeah, out of I mean, pretty much in the world, that's who he cares about the most. But there's things that the professor holds back because he's afraid that Florin is not mature enough or capable enough to understand the complexities. Well, and, and and it's funny you say like a father son relationship because that's not like kind of the the implication that I get that my character gets that it's a father son. I I kind of. And I mean, this, this obviously, you know, when we talk, it's not so much, we, we don't want it to affect the gameplay, but, you know, I, my character kind of views it more as you, 
you kidnapped him or something along those lines. Like there's, there's, there's some more seediness to oh, it than geez. a father and son relationship. That's kind of how I'm seeing it. You know, there's, <laughs> there's, yeah. You know, the big thing is, have you guys truly seen the real relationship though, between the professor? Well, and, yeah, exactly. And, uh, from, from what we've seen so far though, that's kind of how I'm, I'm viewing it as, as more of a, Hmm. There is a, there's something dark in that in that kind of where where they cross path. There was something there that I believe the professor caused something to happen to force for Lauren to to be travel companions, you know, yeah. with him. So see, uh, at least when I originally started playing Siri, um, uh, the intimacy between those two characters from the very start was kind of like a sending off point, so that when like they kind of made it like a this is an assistant like uh, person relationship. It actually kind of like in a funny way resonates with her because she also feels like she has a relationship like that. Um, that we'll see yet. Um, so she can kind of actually get that to a point, but the way that uh, that sort of veneer that she hasn't been able to break through yet. Um, in my opinion, uh, is what will really like let her get on like a more insightful way of understanding at least him, if not Valorn. He hasn't really communicated much uh, with Valorn yet. I hope you guys heard me. Yeah, you you were kind of in and out there for me. I don't know for everyone else. Yeah, my uh, my Wi-Fi is really bad, unfortunately, at at this location. So. Um... I was hoping like Kyle would have been here because I was really going to dig in to see what he thought about the vision and stuff like that. But uh, you know, uh, I'm sure we'll talk about it again later. Um, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think the vision could be like a little blip on the on the story yeah. radar. Oh, Kyle's in. Oh, he's here. Here, he's here. So um, you guys can't really talk to it uh, in a character sense because you didn't really see it, and I don't, I don't think Valoran actually told anybody as of yet what had occurred um but um as players what did you think of the vision because it kind of changed something that you thought happened in the in the past in the more recent past so um well i might not be able to comment on the actual like vision itself because from my opinion, I can never really like suss it out the way that I think the connection could be made for somebody like uh, <clears throat> uh, Clandis or uh, dang, it, dang it, I'm really bad with names and I haven't seen you guys in like two weeks and I've now I've forgotten everybody's names. Kyle, yes, okay. Um, but I do have to say the role play between the both of you once it like started getting going and then even the after effects um made it feel a lot more um impactful and important than like ziri just like brushing the whole thing off like you guys like just see her do all the time um mm -hmm. i think that uh overall just having some sort of actual like uh vision behind that and having like a literal like uh what's it called like uh reasoning uh for wanting to like take a path and find the importance of that vision is 
going to be a lot more interesting the more we learn about uh, Thalorin. Yeah, so we we kind of jumped back in time to very more like just a day before mm-hmm. um, when he thought he ran into the woods and he was just grabbed and pulled back immediately. There was a little bit of time that he almost like just lost, and uh, it was just interesting how the 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 fortune teller there, which it seemed like a scam, and then something kind of real almost came out of it or something, you know. So it was. Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of why, like, I, I reference uh, Professor Chilowini from Harry Potter, um, because she, it was the same thing, right? Like, she was like kind of like this bogus. Um, Divinci, divinator, or whatever. Um, but she had that moment where the prophecy, right, with 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 um, Voldemort and Harry, and then that that second prophecy night with with Sirius. Um, so it was, it was kind of interesting that they the the whole setup what we saw um, where it it seemed really hokey. It seemed, and you even alluded to like yeah. you know the crystal ball, and it looks like there's just it's just a light underneath it. It's it's just a crystal ball. It's nothing nothing special or nothing like that. But then it it, it took that kind of left hand turn where shit got real, you know. And that that was like kind of like whoa. And then seeing you know Sly and his character come out shaking, kind of vis- visibly shaking, but also you know you can kind of tell that he was mentally shook by the event. So that was that was interesting to kind of see and and um, you know hearing the vision and 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 you know just as a as a person hearing the vision not as the character experience in the vision but like knowing that there is something funky in those woods that we kind of traverse by that that that's i'm looking forward to see if we make a return or when really when we make a return because i don't think like i said i don't think that whole thing was a blip there that was there for a specific reason We're, we'll be going back to those woods soon my thing was is what is it about sly's character that made these uh the elven spirits in the woods reach out to him specifically <laughs> out of everyone in the group. What was it about Florin that made it where they wanted to communicate with him? Yeah. And, and, and we, we kind of saw something a couple of weeks ago, two episodes ago when we were doing the world bit, building and kind of walking through everything where, when we first crossed the path of those forests, and um, as you mentioned, there being like talks of spirits and paranormal activity and, and hauntings and stuff like that. And Sly immediately just kind of mentioned how, you know, he, he's like, you know, a little cautious, much more kind of concerned about that type of thing. So it's, it's pretty dope then seeing that kind of come back in the following episode with, again, we're back at the woods. We're experiencing, you know, he's experiencing these spirits and these voices you know i really enjoyed the moment uh myself you know just describing it and then and just see <coughs> you know everybody was taking it in so um and after afterward uh, kyle was explaining you know he was you know physically shaking from just the you know just that moment of that story opening up to him so so after that uh you guys you know left her some gold parted ways uh made your way onto the docks uh where <coughs> Um, Ziri kind of uh, flew up and was um, being the lookout, kind of. Um, she had the best vantage point. She saw um, an, a, an elderly male orc wearing, like, you know, fancier robes. Um, 
And what looked like was uh, he was exchanging some, you know, coin with some humans that were wearing masks over their, their face. Um, you know, kind of like the bandanas. Um, they were wearing kind of like those over their, their, their mouth and uh, nose area. Uh, after that, those those guys um, kind of went back to a ship, and it almost looked like they were prepping to set sail or leave. Um, later on, uh, which I don't think any of that got communicated uh, over to, until much later at least, uh, you know, to the rest of the party. Yeah, because um, they had their own plan. Yeah, they were all doing, they were, they were doing their own yeah, it was, walk. Down it, it was honestly a little confusing for me, just kind of trying <laughs> to figure out what was going on and and you know what is because like you said we didn't hear anything until like kind of later yeah later and, in that encounter and but you guys were looking for your own things and like the roles were kind of poor unfortunately yeah. yeah during that round well and 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 talking about looking for your own thing i, I want to i want to bring something up um you know diz actually texted me <laughs> and was like hey you know that was your beer and i was uh, that, uh, that's the stuff that you came looking for and you know like it, and I feel like that, and we can we can touch more on that a little bit later when as we get towards the the back end of what happened in the campaign. But that's kind of why I overcorrected a bit too much, maybe <laughs> later on, because at that point that was definitely a, a missed opportunity. Where um, you know, speaking as somebody who's kind of more reserved in terms of what we're doing and kind of trying to get into the swing of things and and, and being more comfortable in in, in the role playing aspect, I was more content with kind of going with the flow and we all were kind of just kind of hanging around the dock and, 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 and doing our thing there. So I definitely missed an opportunity where we may have been able to, you know, kind of branch in a different path, but yeah. Yeah. And if, uh, if I feel like your character would have responded a different way, or I feel like your character would have noticed something, even though you as the player didn't notice it, then that's when I send you those private messages saying, Hey, just making sure you you understood this part, yeah. Because I feel like your character would have understood that, you know. Uh, that way, I don't stop the game and you know tell everybody, and then you can make that decision yourself, you know, whether grabbing it was just playing it cool, maybe, and he he noticed it, but he was just like you know, gonna play it cool until the right moment. So I didn't know how you were playing it. So so anyway, uh, a little bit later, uh, Ziri notices the same. Um, orc uh, on the deck of a ship, uh, a rather large ship, um, and he's speaking with some other orcs. I think there's two or three of them there, and they're. It looks like they're having some, you know, type of, you know, conversation, maybe uh, uh, doing some type of a deal. And then those two or three orcs leave with some other orcs carrying some cask of ale on their shoulder, uh, and you guys kind of do it like a. a walk by and at that point Gravin uh, rolls a, a really good perception check and is able to see um, an emblem on one of the casks. It's kind of faded but it, it, it looks like a triangle and at each point of the triangle there's a six-pointed star on it and he recognizes that as being you know from his monastery. That's my beer. So even after that, even after you, you guys saw that one um didn't want to have anything to do with the ship. It was still a little daylight. Um, so you guys decided to go see the Dockmaster. And to if I remember... Ziri wanted to visit the ship. <laughs> yeah, 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 she she was definitely pushing hard. But I also think um, Keltash was really like, 
let's not go crazy. You know, let's yeah, let's yeah. keep it cool. Let's you know, we're 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 dignitaries. We're <laughs> part of a console. Let's be real chill about this. Let's not go in there guns blazing. And as uh, always, let's okay, guys. Yeah, like a eight. Let's, let's turn it down to three. But Siri is a giant oversized bird. There's no way she can't be crazy. <laughs> yeah. Flying around, checking out all the shit. And and, and again, my for 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 my character, you know, really wanting to to kind of stay true to to the powwow that we had and and being cohesive and trying to trying to gel together. Um, you know that it. it it took a lot of restraint for me to be like, yeah, let's, let's, let's go talk to the, to the dock master. Keltash. You're right. At that point, you got to let go. Yeah. Up to that point, I was showing some restraint. (laughs) So I think when, when uh, the party goes to the dock master, I think Ziri joins them. If if I remember correctly. Yeah. Um, And then uh, you you were there for that interaction. Yeah. So once you get to the dock master, dock master, doesn't seem to be on the level with you guys, or you, and you've woke him up, so he's just not in the mood for any of this right now. Yeah, um, not so, quite the nicest guy. So the professor just kind of cuts through the red tape and just uh, casts charm person on him. <laughs> the professor is a, a master negotiator. It's just nobody ever knew that. You don't know. He actually took four years of negotiating. He he has a bachelor's degree in business. <laughs> First, it started out with bribery, and then it started out with uh, charmery. Mm-hmm. What, what's yeah. legal math? Yeah. <laughs> for that, yeah. The, the 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 professor the professor may have to change his name to the businessman because uh, he's he's putting he's putting on a class on how to how to get your way. <laughs> the professor you know? is a man of many talents. <laughs> I'll just say that. <laughs> After the charm spell, he was much more agreeable with the party, and uh, I think you guys could have hung out with him and partied, so, but instead, you just got the information you wanted, and uh, he kind of told you that uh, the ship that you guys saw uh, was owned by, um, you know, one of the orc chieftains, and that it's been known to possibly have some of that L on it, so... At that point, you guys decided at least. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Uh, the exact kind of like statement was, uh, he collects it. Yeah, he's he's a he's he a connoisseur of ale. Yeah. I'm a, he's a collector of things. Yeah, he collects a lot of things. He likes things and stuff. All. There's 161 <laughs> barrels, and he's trying to catch them all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you guys figured it out. This has all been a ruse to play Pokemon. The exactly. <laughs> oh no! Nobody is nobody is taking away my knockout. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm just uh, I'll just I'll just main Snorlax. My character resembles him so. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so um, you guys go back to the ship, and some of some of the party plays lookout. Uh, three of the party members decide that they want to go on the ship. And Harry says, "I'm going to go back to the room. Yeah. Fuck this shit, Alma. I'm right. going back to the yurt." She doesn't even. She doesn't even hear them talking about uh, fighting. By the way, like mm-hmm. she just sees them all gathering together. Siri's like, "Hey, I'm done. Uh, I'm going to go to bed like a normal person." <laughs> and then they make plans. Z- 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 definitely 
Definitely didn't yeet. She yearded out, dude. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't yeet out. <laughs> Which I love when you have a split party situation. I, I bet you do. Um, yeah. It, the master it's... rule is if the party splits up, they die. From yeah, from what I from what I heard, Diz, <laughs> from what I heard, Diz, you are you are a lover of uh, of people not being together. It was a role play decision, <laughs> and I didn't know you guys were gonna fight somebody. <laughs> if there's a fight to be had, we'll find it. Listen, <laughs> and 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 if it's not there, we'll make it. Yeah, and if it's not there, we will make one. Ziri doesn't know this. Ziri is impartial <laughs> to all of your pleas. <laughs> Yeah. He is God. I'm just saying, I love it when the party splits, especially in, in this type of instance. It's just like, you know, I go off in this direction. Uh, and then we end a session because it, it leaves so many open possibilities. So. Well, well, so, well, I think the cool thing, too, was was the party split three ways at this point. Yeah. Because Ziri, Ziri's at the yurt. We got Keltash and Hell hanging out on the dock you know, mm-hmm. playing lookout. And then we've got the professor Falorin and myself on the ship. So I, I, I just feel like I can't wait to the next episode. That's all I'm, like, I'm just really excited to see where we start. Um, cause, I, like, cause it's going to get real. He does a cold open. Ziri like, is just like, Oh yeah, it's the morning. And then we have to like, pretty much like go back in time after Ziri hears. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those. Where is everybody? Twelve hours earlier. Yes! <laughs> oh, and you know me. You know me. I did the whole sessions that way. Where is really? Yes. Oh my god! Yes. And I then love I it. jump back in time, and then we I'll had flash forwards and flashbacks. Oh my god! I love it. I love We're it. like a TV episode and everything. <laughs> that's, that's that's how this thing goes. It's it's like a TV series. <laughs> One day the professor's going to come out and somebody's going to be laying there dead and he's going to say something and then put on sunglasses. Yeah! <laughs> and then the theme song starts playing. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, Diz. We're having fun. No, I guess the mug made a grabbing mistake. Damn it, Diesel didn't hear me, or he just chose to ignore it and didn't think it was that funny. <laughs> I, I didn't hear you. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, I, I said the monk made a gravin mistake. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> <laughs> it's the funniest thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay, oh, dude. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so Ziri went off by herself. We'll come back to that in the next session. Um, there's people standing outside the boat. We'll come back to that next session. For sure. While we're, what we paid attention to in, in this session was the three that went into the boat. So first off, they straight up murder a guy on the on the deck of the ship. There's a lot of people. I'm not gonna say straight up murder now. Keltash watched that shit too. Like he he planned like the whole conservative approach, and then he sees he sees this happen. Listen, listen. It. All around me are familiar. <laughs> I, I I think to say they murdered the guy is uh is is putting it um. It's not giving you putting, the credit you deserve. Not giving me the credit that I deserved. <laughs> <laughs> I I've been waiting for a month and a half. <laughs> 
to just <laughs> break a neck. Oh man, that was that was too much fun. And and, and the best part was, you know, um, Sly uh, Sly's character remembering, you know, the first time we 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 went into battle as a group, and how I grabbed, um, I think it was Keltesh. Um, grabbed him and we straight yeeted somewhere else on the map. I'm saying that no, ironically, was, and it's gonna uh, be stuck in there. my head now. It was Hell. Hill, and you oh. guys tell him. He, he grabbed Keltesh. Oh, I thought, I thought it was Keltesh because we were in the far back of the bridge at that point, yeah. and Hell was kind of in the middle. If you remember correctly, Hill kept trying to pick up the. Um, <laughs> the <laughs> and, and That's right. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. 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 So. You to live, damn it! It's like you're both going to fall. Yeah. <laughs> it's when but, both teenagers are like on the edge of the cliff and each of them are like teasing each other to make the fall and they just push each other in. Yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, so so you know, it was it was kind of cool to see see that aspect. Uh, again, that's where the role playing comes in and 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 Sly Sly remembering like, "Oh, hey, instead of jumping and making noise, you can teleport." And then the best thing was I just I grabbed, um, I grabbed Valoran, and we teleported right behind the guy. <laughs> so, like, like there was, there was no, there was no, like, we're gonna take this easy at that point. It was just like we're gonna jump in and we're gonna, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make it hot and heavy, you know. And then it was over. Really, <laughs> yeah, it really was. Guy falls in the water. Silently fell in the water. I think that was key. He silently fell in the water. There was no. Yeah. He <laughs> it was like a natural corner. It's just a barely even. No, a slide. yeah, I, I said. Like did I say for Lauren? I'm, I'm sorry, Sly. Yeah, I meant to say Professor Fuckwad. <laughs> I grabbed him. <laughs> Farkin, Professor Farkin. 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 Yeah. I think so. uh, Mario's the only one who actually remembers the professor's name and <laughs> doesn't just call him the professor. That's yeah. Everybody else is the professor. Well, and 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 and. And I think I've gotten confirmation too at this point um, of 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 the professor's real name because he's answered me a few times. Mm. He's answered me a few times. Um, God, what is your real name now? Can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't remember IRL. But my character knows. But but yeah. I. I yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, uh, chat made a good point there. Um... Roll an intelligence check to see if you remember. That's the rules. All right, hold on. Let me go grab my dice. Sly was actually um, acting drunk and he grabbed the professor and teleported him. Oh, gotcha. So, um, after that occurred, you guys um, made your ways down into the kind of the hold of the ship uh, where there was. There were some I barrels. Were, I think there were fourteen or so cask of ale, and it was. I can't. All, it was. I can't remember if you told us the day. number. I don't. I don't know if you told us the number. You just said that there was quite a few. Yeah, in that range, it was a you know a large quantity of uh, ale in there. Um, so you guys found that, and then um, I think you guys went down in different routes. So you kind of ran into each other in one of the hallways, <laughs> and then made your way into the. Uh, the captain's quarters, which was currently being occupied by uh, Garmores. So when you go into that room, there's just all kinds of just little things to discover. So immediately you 
you guys are uh, you you search in a closet, uh, you search through the desk drawers, uh, and you found a couple of magical items, um, and then the professor found some things that he was interested in, some books and some notes. Yes. Haven't had time to read those yet, but you can oh, grab. I did grab them. There. Uh, there was a, I think there was a map of the Samoa Islands. Mm-hmm. I don't think you guys took that. I'm not 100 sure. I have to go back and look at my notes. But uh, we grabbed some book on tactics. He did, yeah. some handwritten notes, uh, and then you got a few magical items. And there was um, a really unique uh, object in the room. It was uh, this cylinder. Oh yeah. And it almost stood floor to ceiling, and it was like this black material underneath with this like gold overlay on top of it. Yeah. And it seemed like to have a door in the front, but the, the, there was no hinges. Uh, you could just see like a key hole in the front. Uh, and you guys stayed away from it like it was the plague. Because <laughs> we know the DM wants us to I know how you operate. Die. The DM wants us to poke it and die. Anytime mm-hmm. I got close to it, I could just in my head here. It's a trap. Back to Mundo. That's a mimic. Oh, it could be a mimic. A That's true. It could be a mimic. By, by the way, I, I rolled a, a, a nine. So. A nine? Yeah. You remember, you I remember you nothing. I remember uh, my the real, <laughs> the real name. Actually, uh, Diz, yeah. talking about that, uh, should I make an intelligence check to see if I can remember all the way back to the first uh, meeting that we did for our characters mm-hmm. when somebody used the wrong name for somebody else? Yeah. When they were uh, talking to each other and Zier was listening in. If. If you have heard the name, and yes, if you can't, if you don't have actual notes written down of what it yeah. was, then yeah, you would have to roll an intelligence check. Okay, yeah. let me do that real quick. Because that's before we all got together at our party. You were just hanging out at the restaurant. Yep. The same with us, and we were having a conversation, and then we noticed that you were eavesdropping. Yep. Also, it's probably because we were there going, hey, look over there. It's a giant owl. Uh, that is a 14. So, 11 plus 3. Ooh, it's a tough one. We'll have to yeah. get to that end game, though. But, uh, I, will, I will note it yes. here. I feel oh. like I didn't know. No. I, should, no. I should know, but... No, so... <laughs> I mean, as you're flying back to the uh, lodgings, I'm sure you're thinking about lots of different things, so... Oh, yeah. I, I'm probably, like, thinking, like, what the fuck... Why aren't they coming back? What are they doing this time? Are they still stuck at the docks? Have they been killed yet? Have they really? Am I gonna get a new group? Uh, I, w- I want to point something out real quick. We've been calling Sly's character for Lauren, but I know for for a fact my character doesn't know that. Right. Now he 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 know he know Sly's character's name as far as I know is Yentl. 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 Okay. Yeah. I just remember that. I was looking through my notes. <laughs> I just remember that. That's all. There's also um, another piece to the Yentl that uh, didn't really pl- pan out. Uh, <laughs> the, the not speaking. Yeah. Yeah, the not speaking part. What's yeah. that all? That, that's Ziri caught on it with that real quick. To do with this voice. Yeah. We get just like, both of you <laughs> were speaking. <laughs> Literally. If you remember, it's funny was that he had laryngitis or cold, and then he started talking. And I'm like, 
Well, I guess he feels a lot better now. Yeah. <laughs> because I think the whole thing was Diz wanted him to have a Cockney accent. A Cockney accent. And we figured out Sly cannot do Cockney. I now need to hear Sly do Cockney. <laughs> it is funny. <laughs> Oh, you want to pitch pitch me or speak to me in Cockney so maybe I try it out on the next episode? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, you're right, cunt. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> so um, what did you guys think of the items that dropped in, in the that you guys found in Garmore's room there? Uh, I think I gave you the names of them. Can't remember if I told you exactly what they did. Um, I don't even think. I, can't I don't think you gave the names. Because, yeah. Because, because. You just said like there was like a, uh, like a glow around like a, a dagger and a helmet and, and a bag. Yeah. Because, yes. because Sly, when you mentioned the bags, I was like, oh, I hope it's my favorite type of yeah, bag. So Sly I told you what the bag was, was but no. Okay. Um, because we it, assumed it was one thing and it ended up being completely different. Uh, by the way, is, uh, is, is, Sly, uh, is Sly watching? Yeah, he's in chat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Diz, do you want me to be a douchebag after you tell your items, the items to uh, the chat? Sure. <laughs> yeah, because I'd like to do that. Once I hear about these items, because I didn't get to hear anything about them. Um, so, um, I can't read the chat, so let me know what he says. He Sly says, says oh, I know what she has. <laughs> sure. So, the, the bag was actually, um, which I have to look at my notes here so I don't get the name wrong. I forget the exact name of it, but the effect was it the was bag of devouring? If you reach it into it, you pull out food. Okay, that's the only one that I know. The bag of nourishment. nourishment. Yeah, yeah nourishment. Which will never go hungry. Really handy, um, uh, but not as cool as some of the other ones. That uh, we thought that it was going to be a bag of holding because usually Diz is pretty, uh, pretty good at handing out either a handy haversack or a bag of holding at the beginning of the campaign. So he's like, "Oh, this is awesome! This is going to be a bag of holding." He's like, "No." Nah. Now, to what be was the fair, dagger? Yeah, I sorry. did have him roll on the investigation check, and depending on what he rolled in that specific instance, it was going to be one of a variety of items. He just happened oh. to roll really low, so he got <laughs> he got the least interesting. Thing. <laughs> uh, Useful, least interesting. Right. So I, you know, always I'll do that with items. I'll, sometimes I'll have like a, a list of items, and depending on what you roll, you'll you'll get one of those items. Or there'll be other items like the helmet, which was just the helmet. It was always going to be that helmet, it, whether you found it or didn't find it. It was just going to be that one helmet. So uh, I, I mix things up that way with the treasure. Hmm. So. Cool. Uh, do we get to hear about the dagger and the helmet now? Because I didn't hear remember those either. Is it the dagger of dagger, dagger, dagger? So, <laughs> the helmet uh, was like a custom one that I've made. It's called the Helm, nice. Helm of the Goblin. And once per day, you can, I think it's once per day. I have to look at the, the notes on it. But I think it's once per day you can summon a goblin to do your bidding. Ooh. Jeez, dope. It's, it's like having like a, a fae, what's it called, a fae familiar? 
but yeah, instead it can try and bring its friends back and kill you. And it's an ugly at the end of the day. So. Okay, gotcha. I wanted to show up and like it's in the middle of a bath. <laughs> <laughs> or like in the middle of dinner and it's just like eating and it's like what what how did I get here? Yeah, I'd like to think of like a pressure luck type of situation. Uh, no whammies. Yeah. <laughs> oh jeez! It's holding the bomb. It's like ah. <laughs> <Come on! laughs> Hot potato hey, gameplay. <laughs> you know it's coming. The party wipe is coming at some point. No so way. The, the dagger wasn't as interesting. It was just a plus one dagger. So cool. still useful, but not you know overly. So like a plus one dagger. Not of like um, dragon breath or something. Not like uh, Vax's dagger. You know where he threw it and you could teleport to it and stuff like that. So. Nothing yeah, like that, that that's a that's a what's it called vestige. Yeah, that's a good dagger. Yeah, it, it's a it's a legendary item. Uh, but Diz, uh, can I can I just to spice things up? Hey, yeah, it's uh, your character, so. Sure. Um, that and I know that Sly is watching, so. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I can't read the chat, so you guys just let me know what happens. Um. When uh, his character originally did a detect magic, and he, he, I don't know if you remember this, Diz, but uh, you said there was a fake magical energy coming from one of Ziri's items, mm -hmm. uh, and he couldn't tell what it was. Uh... Your bag, right? <laughs> it, yeah, it isn't what was in the bag. It is the bag. Hmm. We got the bag of holding so early that nobody noticed. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Has he said nice. anything? He, he said, "I already knew I that." Already knew that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I assumed with the detect magic, but I didn't know if anybody else knew. I did not know. This is news to me. Yep. He didn't know. know. He was. He had a really good guess at it, though. So he is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, when he, when he, when he did uh, a, a check for it, I was like, "Yeah, it, it's gonna, it's gonna, gonna come out." Like it's gonna be a thing. People are gonna ask me to like start using it, and then nobody seemed to like remember that. And I was like, okay, <laughs> let this pass by for two more months before mentioning it again. If we all live to get back to the yurt, we're gonna be like, man, it'd be nice to have a bag of holding to put all this stuff in. <laughs> oh, I got that. <laughs> like I, I was mentioning at one point that like she was literally taking out multiple volumes of books from the bag and nobody noticed and I was like really <laughs> got a library in there <laughs> so uh, um, Kyle thought the, the dagger was a dragon tooth dagger he's actually confusing that with our other campaign where you guys found a dragon tooth dagger on a uh, wizard that they killed so <laughs> that's the yeah. dragon tooth dagger he's thinking of um, okay. he wants me to tell you why he did the detect magic and I can't, I can't remember exactly why we we did have a discussion about it because I thought it was odd that he did it, and then he explained. Yeah. it. I can't remember exactly what the reasoning was. I can't remember either. It felt little because bit... of the damn bag. <laughs> really, really, he's that obsessed. <laughs> he must have all the things. 
at least Diz called it because when he originally talked to me about this, he's like, uh, we're, we're getting like some small items in there. How about we do this? And let me give you the context. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> yeah. To be um, fair, I give everybody a magic item to start with. Yeah. Um, and the bag of holding was always going to be one of, it was going to go to somebody. It just kind of fit uh, her backstory and everything. <laughs> Oh. He says he saw you put three bags inside of your one bag. Exactly. Like, nobody mentioned, like, all of this stuff Siri was putting in her bag. And I was like, yeah, okay, but he, yeah, he did have gotcha. And he was playing. The was still mad that uh, Yentl didn't grab him one of those bags that uh, the caravan was handing out. Yeah. I was like, might as well. I got the space. Grab a bag. Um, after, after that, you guys kind of wish, you kind of, there was more things in the rooms to, to look at, but you guys got kind of, I don't know, nervous or something like that, thinking that the DM was going to turn something on you or something. So it was feeling like time to go. Yeah. So you guys start slipping out and I had you all roll a stealth check as you were leaving and it just mm -hmm. happened the professor rolled kind of low. So yep. as he was closing the door, he accidentally slammed the door a little bit. And, and then we rolled it for initiative. It just happened to be an orc uh, guard walking around the corner, going up the stairs to relieve the other guy, who's not going to be there. Cause he's <laughs> Spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> and that's when our uh, Yentl jumped into action, uh, casting uh, Tasha's uh, hideous laughter. So we didn't roll on the orc, so uh, I haven't did the roll yet. We're going to do that at the beginning of the next session to see if it actually worked or not. And even if it does, who knows what will happen. So Yeah, because you know. that would be a lot of noise. A lot of noise. As the DM, you think you know, but you never really know what's going to happen. Uh-huh. Like how I thought, <laughs> okay, uh, I already have my... I made a flow chart for my session zero, and then they only got to like section two of like across the way in a different corner of the other section of the flow chart. And I'm like, how? <laughs> and then they separated the party. So yep, split the party. Yep. <laughs> I'll be spraying the, <laughs> the stairs. Y'all going, y'all going to leave me behind and let me fight by myself. Okay. You big boy, you can handle it. <laughs> you You're literally. The of the just, yeah. <laughs> We'll see what happens. <laughs> no, it, it's actually, yeah, that's true. Slide. It's actually kind of, kind of funny the the whole interaction inside that room because I don't know what the hell's going on. I just see them kind of like stumbling about, grabbing shit, and 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 to me, it's like they're you know, very practiced. Yeah, yeah. What 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 is y'all doing at this point? Because everything was done really with no communication. You know. It's. It was just them. They they approached an object. Uh, you know, uh, when you work in the school environment, you have to grab what you see fast. <laughs> hey, I guess so. Professors are going to grab it. I guess so. <laughs> so right. it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to kind of see the fallout from that, and you know whether whether I ask for, you know, just what y'all found, and kind of go from there. Or like not ask for it, but like ask what it is, and, and 
Yeah. Or if you're in the intellectual uh, world, uh, you just intimidate them into giving it to you. Listen, I, I intimidated the professor once. He disappeared on my ass. So I don't know if I'm going to intimidate him again. <laughs> the professor went, oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> however, and however, my other friend. however, my insights <laughs> and investigation is pretty high. So, you know, maybe maybe I'll roll something along those lines. We'll see. Yay for fun and killing. <laughs> it's so true. Academia mm-hmm. is a very tough field. Very cutthroat. <laughs> oh, yeah. Why do you think Ziri is the way she is? It's hard out here for a professor. <laughs> that's what, see, little known fact, that's what the P and PIM stands for, professor. Exactly. <laughs> professor Imp. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Hit you with that profan. <laughs> so I was looking at our uh, helm of the goblin, and it is one charge. You get a goblin to do your bidding for one hour, once per day. Hmm. Hmm. So is that a recharge every single day, or is that just a one use? It's a recharge every gotcha. morning. Yep. Gotcha. So it's not. We don't even need to do like a long rest or anything like that. If we use them at eleven p.m. and then come midnight. We start over again. It's actually sunrise. Sunrise, okay. Gotcha. The new, it's only during business hours. Gotcha, gotcha. Holidays? Any holidays that he's no, off? Can't use him on holidays. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't. Does he observe Goblin Christmas? <laughs> goblin actually, Luther King Day. Hanukkah. <laughs> so, you know, so we don't get him for seven days. Goblins are Jewish. Oh, so we get we get we get seven days and eight nights without him then, huh? Exactly. It's also good that like. A few of you have like normal sized heads because you remember like people like Hell and Ziri and like remember how like different their heads are. They won't be able to fit that. <laughs> They're just like, oh, you want to put a helm on this head? Good luck. Man, I, I just want to see Hell put the helmet on top of his helmet. <laughs> call the goblin. <laughs> Let me grab my helmet and my other helmet. <laughs> Do the benefits stack on the helmets? <laughs> <laughs> Sly says none of them were going to get the helmet anyway. Mary <laughs> <laughs> doesn't need goblin servants. I do feel the hell out of. I do feel like the three of us are going to be in some trouble when we start, just because we did really well to sneak into the ship or onto the ship and and kind of where we ended up. And I just feel like Diz is going to be Diz is ready. He he's going to get us. This is going to be our Scooby Doo episode next. Rural. just us running around through doors and stuff <laughs> in the boat, and then we're going to run into each other and, like, ah! and then run back. Can, can we have a moment where we go Josie and the, the Pussycats? The, the back of the ship is just a long hallway with a bunch of doors in it. So you can oh my God. Can we please have a Josie and the Pussycats moment where, as we're being chased, we just kind of end up rocking out with each other for a second? So uh, it's kind of cute that you think that just the three of you will be in trouble next session. So. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm just saying it from, 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 like I said, from the standpoint of we snuck on there. They found what they, what they wanted to find. I found my ale and kind of piecing together who's taking my shit. And uh, now we got to sneak out. <laughs> so I'm surprised we didn't Boston tea party that sure. What? That's my ale. Why are you trying to throw my stuff in the water, dude? Come on. What happened? That would have been actually kind of funny. <laughs> but, 
but no. <laughs> so. right, well, I guess we'll see what happens uh, next go round. Uh, I'm gonna try to get this on like a two week cycle where we do um, our campaign session, and then two weeks later we do it after the roll, and then two weeks later. So hopefully we're shooting for not the nineteenth, not the nineteenth, because. Uh, <laughs> So so immediately, I want to do this two week. Hey, can we not do it the nineteenth? So, uh, second thought about two weeks. <laughs> so we'll probably shoot for the twenty sixth. Is probably what we'll shoot for. So tune in for the Not Quite Heroes Easter special. Not actually heroes. <laughs> or we can do next week. I'm down with that too, Sly. Let me let me look at my work schedule real quick. I'm down for for next week. What am I doing? Follow us on Facebook. Instagram, Twitter, and we post all this stuff. Tumblr. I don't know if we should like mention this because this is just an idea that randomly popped up in my head uh, for a plan. But like, could we possibly do like um, like Instagram like uh, things for our characters? Yeah. Do it. Yeah. Something like that, like quotes, and then like you know things that they like and witty comments. Locks on the beach, eating. Yeah. uh, um, You know, I'm I'm just a gym out here looking for my Pam. That's all. That's Gravin's uh, Tinder profile. (laughs) (laughs) I was gonna say Tinder. (laughs) Just just a gym looking for his Pam and some of his beer. That's all. I guess we'll cut it off there and we'll hope to see everybody in the next session of Not Actually Heroes in three weeks, not two weeks. Tune in when most of us die. (laughs) Don't give away spoilers. No spoilers. spoilers. Bye. Bye.